the vast sea of podcasts on the web. 99.99999% of them are boring at best and predictable at worst. <laughs> Excuse me. Whew. Can we open that? Can we open the door? This is the Buttercream and Grit Show. Everything and nothing all wrapped into one. From current event discussions to talking about... Wait, 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 wait. Squirrel! <clears throat> Where was I? From current event discussions to talking about YouTube and throwing two middle fingers in the air to political correctness. Suck. Suck. It. It. Yes, we've lost our damn minds. And if you haven't lost yours, turn this podcast off. Now for the crazy motherfuckers that stayed. This is the Buttercream and Grit Show. And now your hosts, Buttercream and Grits. Yo, 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 Buttercream, what's happening, Big Daddy? Give us an update from base camp in the woods of New Hampshire. First update. I'm not sure if you were reading that countdown and you're dyslexic, or you don't know how to count backwards from three. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I went to a prominent school in the SEC. Math is not our strong suit. Yes, yes. Uh, boy, it sounds like... Uh, there's some activity uh, in the studio over at your end, Grits. Uh, my baby puppy dog has baby puppy dog diarrhea. That's not a good topic to discuss. Or are you referring to her chewing every toy squeaker in the world? I, I think the latter. Uh. Hey, I, I'm happy to talk about the Sasquatch excursion, but my first question is, have you ever had warm smoked mackerel? No, but I've heard it tastes like Tudfisk. <laughs> I love how you know this like one Norwegian <laughs> saying, and you like to throw it out at every possible instance. So here's the deal. You know, the fatty fish is like mackerel just smoke really well. And uh, warm smoked mackerel is delicious, um, even just like on bread mm. with some butter. Kind of like that uh, cheese that tastes like caramel. Oh yeah, that's some good stuff right there. That is some good stuff, man. I'm uh, I, I might actually be heading towards the uh, well. I will be for certain to the uh, motherland here for uh, a week or two. Come uh, come May. Oh, so I'll. Uh, so that means we're gonna have to adjust our schedules when we talk remotely. Yeah, we can figure that out. Well, we but, know you can't tell time. <laughs> You know, they don't even set the clocks forward and backwards at the same time. So depending on, it's usually six hours, sometimes it's five hours difference. Mm -hmm. It's just shenanigans, man. It's so, a hoax. Big news. What? I mean, we know everybody's been watching a certain uh, trial or potential legal action over the last several weeks. What is it? Involving a very prominent member of our society, and I'm happy. I'm happy to say that Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> bless her heart, was found. Uh, was found to. Uh, she won. She won. 
She won. She did uh, apparently, and she countersued for a buck and court costs. So yeah, and I, I mean, for listening, I, I caught part of it. I didn't really. Well, you know, I don't pay attention to a lot of Come news. Come on, anyway. you were following that. Well, she, you know, she is a smoking hot babe. She she's got that company that does weird stuff. Yeah, but I mean, by the time there was, I can't remember who it was, and I read a blurb from his testimony, and it's like. His just made sense, and the other guys didn't. It wasn't didn't even sound like it followed the laws of physics. I mean, here's the deal. Hey, there's more news that happened yesterday, I think, or day before, or something. All right. You know, we live down here in the South, in the dirty South. Yeah. No longer in North Carolina do you require a permit to buy a handgun. I saw that myself, actually, and you know, it's uh, it was uh, a permit just to purchase a handgun. You could go buy all the ARs and AKs and long guns you wanted, but mm-hmm. if you wanted a, a handgun, you needed special permission from your police chief. And I'm so happy that that was actually um, repealed because uh, you know we do have the government should have to prove why not instead of you have to right. prove why. So it's official. Um you yeah, can, it, 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 well, it, no, no, what I'm saying is is you can actually open carry anywhere. You still have to uh, apply for concealed carry if you want concealed carry. Yeah, and some places uh, up in the great old state of New Hampshire, I believe, they've actually changed that so you can concealed carry now, too. Well, it may be coming here. I know that uh, the assembly, the General Assembly of the House and the Senate of the state overrode the governor's veto. Of course, we don't like that rascal anyway. I think he's a... Uh, a weirdo. There's a lot of rascals in our government. I, I just they're all know. rascals. They all lying, cheating, except for Senator Kennedy, of Louisiana. He's a sweetheart. I like him. Yeah, but for the most part, you look at these losers, and ain't none of them are working for you. They're working for themselves and their oh, families. I agree with that. They're working for the lobbyists. They're working for the pharmaceutical industry, and they're working for def- uh, the defense contractors. Well, I mean, you know what? You know, we had that other news happen where that. Um, I'm just going to say person because I'm confused as to whether it's a boy or a girl or a girl being a boy or a boy being a girl. Killed them three little kids and then three adults up in Tennessee. Just awful. And it for is. the record, we never, you know, our instinct, okay, we got to look, irregardless of whether you think guns are, 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 are great or terrible, the fact of the matter is the question really isn't to me around weapons the question we got to ask ourselves is what are we doing as a society to make people feel so isolated that that is the final action that they are left to take i mean that is a failure on everybody's part i agree with that but i you know i'm gonna i want to take that a little bit further okay i want to i'm gonna get grits is good out on the soapbox and this is not story time but this is truth time okay you know in my life, and I, I had touched on this on our sister show uh, before with our mine and yours friend mm-hmm. from the great southern state of somewhere. I ain't exactly mm-hmm. sure where. He just pops in from time to time. I don't know where he's from. But, um, you know, all my life, I have been a big old boy. I had to wear husky-sized jeans from the Sears and Roebuck because of I couldn't fit in the ones from the Belks like everybody else. And 
I'm just trying. I'm, I'm literally. Uh, I'm, I'm taking the pen cap off my pen. Uh huh. And I'm not sure whether to stab myself in the <laughs> eye to try to get that thought out or in the ear. Well, but I, I, what I'm saying is, is all my life I have been at a in a member of a group that it has always been okay to degradate, pick on, make fun of, regardless. And. You know, when I was in school and getting picked on, it would have been a heck of a lot easier to f- just to go postal, as the quote is, and go out to the truck and get a gun. Because back in our days, when I was in school, you could have shotguns and rifles in your pickup truck on the rifle rack in the back window. Mm-hmm. But we didn't do that because I'm not sure if it's a sense of self-responsibility that's missing today. Or we were not inundated by the people that are trying to make money off us to make us feel like at every turn we're a victim. I can tell you exactly what it is. Ted Fisk? No. Oh, okay. All right. Here's what it boils down to. When you and I were kids, everybody wants to belong, okay? Mm -hmm. But the nature of it is the people that we had to pick from to belong were all within literally your school or where you can ride your bike. Well, that's true, too. Okay, and so, or where you could read license plates. Well, you got to hurt. I'm, trying I'm to not hurting. That. I thought. I mean, you're like Rain Man. You yeah. can you can you can repeat license plates that you've seen in 1926. It's amazing. My journals will someday be worth something. I know. Okay, but but here's my point. I think today we people have an illusion of connections because they've got these. Strong, you know, these networks of people that they know through Mm -hmm. social media, but frankly, they have no real connection with it. Most of them, they haven't hung out together. They don't actually know each other. They only know the synthetic representation of themselves that are being posted online. Right. Or or the synthetic representation of the others. They think they are ballers and gangsters and rap artists and only fan superstars. Right. And, And so the nature of it is, when when we were kids, we were forced by uh, geography, basically, to get along with people that we interacted with because that was the only people to interact with. And, and you know, a lot of the things, uh, I'm sure, like, when you think back, it's like we always knew someone who was high-strung, okay? They were just that high-strung kid. We knew lots of yep. girls that were tomboys and liked to do yep. boy stuff. And I mean, I ta- I have a wonderful relationship with a high-strung person. We record. Matter of fact, we're recording with each other right now. Exactly. And that high-strung person is a truly decent person at their core. But no, so, uh, you know, again, my point is that people, the, the, the types of relationships they have are not conducive to having the conversations that are the most important and the ones that are really deep and meaningful. And the other part is since the circle, quote-unquote, is smaller, it is harder to find someone to affirm your point of view, whatever that may be. And so you end up creating a whole set of different skills on how to negotiate yourself with others and vice versa because you have no choice. And that's true. And people can't seem to understand why other people aren't required to buy a ticket to their circus. Right. So there, there's a lot of those types of things that I don't really think we're thinking about. Now, I I do also want to touch on this whole TikTok ban thing. Okay? I like, now, if they ban TikTok, I'm going to use a VPN. 
But see, the thing is, it's not a question of banning TikTok, right? There is not a single piece of information that the TikTok app harvests that China couldn't just go buy on the open market. For well, pennies or, on the, or for, that the other social medias like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and all that are not already collecting anyway. That's, that's, that's my point. And they're collecting it, and they're bundling it, and they're selling it, right? Right. So I think the bigger concern when we think about, hey, we need to ban TikTok, my first question is, oh, we're going to ban TikTok device, uh, TikTok from government-owned devices. My question is, why is that on there in the first place? Like, well, if you, my question is, is why is the government wasting money on cell phones when all they need to do is do phone calls and texts? Why can't they use flip phones? Again, whether it's a flip phone or an iPhone, those devices should be totally restricted and managed 100%. There should be nothing on there with the exception of the apps that are required for people to do their jobs, right? right. So the concerning thing to me about the TikTok ban is why. Last time I checked, if you're an age of majority in the U.S., which is 18, with the exception of certain stuff where you got to be 21 for booze and pot or whatever. Which makes no sense, like. but that's another can of worms there. Right. But why do we feel that it's reasonable to have the government that we elect to impose limits on how we spend our time and the, the, the things that we want to do as adults, right? Mm-hmm. Be- because if I want to use the TikTok app, I should be allowed to do that. That's not the government's business. Now, the other part that gets really scary is, you know, they refer to it as the TikTok ban, but... There are clauses within that proposed legislation that if you are a U.S. citizen and you are caught using certain Mm -hmm. apps that are, quote unquote, on the banned list. A million dollar fine and 20 years in prison. There's criminal penalties. And so based on what we learn in COVID in terms of this is disinformation. And then we learn that, oh, it's not information that's incorrect. It's information that doesn't support the prevailing government point of view. So I don't think we as a people should be. Uh, empowering those organizations more to decide what information I can consume and how I can consume it. Oh, I agree with that. That's the most reasonable argument I can present. Well, it's reasonable. I suppose surprises. There, excuse me. I got tongue tied. It's surprisingly eloquent for you, and you even use like big words and stuff. I'm really impressed. Well, I had them written down here. I got a little oh, checklist of oh, big words to go through. You know, there. I was reminded of something today, and when I saw that one word. Sasquatch? It, no. It Bigfoot. made me think of you. No, it wasn't Bigfoot, and it wasn't Sasquatch. It's better. It's a blast from the past. Gutter Muppet. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time, man. Gutter Muppet. Gutter Muppet. Just such a great word. And the thing is, nobody who's ever heard the term gutter muppet instantly, I think, knows what a gutter muppet is. Mm -hmm. Just like, uh, you know, I have to curse here. Just really, uh, it'll be quick. Well, I mean, you are in the Northwoods. So, I mean, all real protocols are out. We share share a, a, a great friend. And when I first moved to the South, he taught me all of these kind of cool sayings okay Mm -hmm. but some of them you don't need to learn you hear and you know instantly what it is oh yeah and the first time he said quote unquote man those guys got to get their shit in one sock Mm -hmm. i knew that that meant they got to get more organized right exactly (laughs) 
Amazing. And I don't think that word was really that bad. Because if they ain't heard that word by now, we it's like, particularly on this show. Of course, that's right. The general Lee ain't running around honking his horn anymore, is it? No. No, it's not. Yeah, because you had to do better not have the potty mouth. And that's right. That's why it was around in the first place. Grits, just just like you, I'm trying to better myself a little bit every day. That's, You know, I said the same thing when they showed me the show's new logo. And? It, well, story time with Grits. <laughs> I loved it, and I approved it right away. Story time with Grits. <laughs> Well, you know, I, and you know, I really felt like royalty. You know, I got to tell my, you was off a hunting the Sasquatch up in Sam, the, the Sam Squinch, the Sam Squinch, and we get victory sandwich up in the woods, and so I, I have personally, uh, I I believe I have, I have touched multiple Sasquatches. Okay, mm. so number one. When Nike used to make golf clubs, they had a they had a driver called the Sasquatch. I have it in my bag. Okay. Hmm. I don't think that you didn't not you told me you were going up to find the ones was walking in the woods. Well, what I found instead was the delicious beef jerky stick called the Sasquatch. Hmm. And for a little bit under three dollars, you can have highly processed delicious meat that how the thing costs as much as a cheeseburger? I can't figure Does out. Does it come on the QVC six pay plan? Maybe if you buy a box. I don't know if I can afford that. Oh, uh, you can afford that. I'm. I live in an old rundown farmhouse. Uh, yeah, but that's by choice. Well, I ain't found a neighborhood that is worthy to have my presence in it yet. You should come be my neighbor, Grits. I'd be like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Won't you be my neighbor? We can have story time with Grits on Friday nights. And you would cut me off every time. True. The exact words were, are you going to shut up yet? And does this story have a point? I don't think I said that first part. But I think it's important. That you know, you that saying where you knew what it automatically meant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's implied. <laughs> you know, that's... <laughs> That whole, does this story have a point in the great movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? Oh, that's a great movie. I love that movie. That's one of the zingers. When Steve Martin is saying to John Candy, and he goes, and every once in a while, when you tell a story, it would be great if it, like, had a point. Well, you know, funny, you, uh, that reminded me of something that happened yesterday. You know, I said my baby dog under the weather. And, you know, I love my baby dog. Yes, yes. Well, I took baby dog to the, the baby dog doctor. Mm-hmm. And it's a, an establishment that I have not been into for many, many years. For many moons. Many, many moons. And so I called to make an appointment, or made an appointment, and I recognized the girl that talked, and I was sitting there thinking. See, like, hey, we were just talking about how stories need to have a point. It's got one. And, I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> and I recognized her voice, because, you know, I, I had been doing this for, like, there's, this is like the fourth set of is, is this Is this an important detail? It is. It really okay, is. Okay, okay. Because she's been there a long time. I, I'm feeling the pressure now it, it's for a the lot payoff of on the story. I feel it on your behalf. Well, like, when the second set of owners had it, I may or may not have told them that if they did not take good care of my other baby puppy dog, Chihuahua American, I had, 
mm-hmm. while he was in their care, I would burn their building down with them in it. You know, I don't think anybody should be making threats like that. Well, I was young and dumb, and I was my my baby my baby Chihuahua American. He had pancreatitis, and he wasn't doing good. You know, I was I was traumaficated and stressed. You were in a, you were in a tough spot in your and life. And this was like nineteen ninety something, long time ago. This was baby grits. Before baby grits I, before I became cultured and sophisticated. So that was just the corn cob. Well, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I come in, I get down, I check in. Fortunately, the lady that I talked to on the phone wasn't there, so I'm like, I got it. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> so the vet tech takes me back, and the vet comes in after they get the baby puppy dog's weight and all this stuff, and she says, well, I promise you, I'm going to take very good care of baby puppy dogs, so you do not have to burn our building down. <laughs> that was a and I was person. like, well, I sure do appreciate that, but I wasn't really going to burn the building down. Well, I probably was then, but I really probably wouldn't have. Well, I, mean, I probably would have. You know, I was wild back in the day because, you know, we, we was drinking that moonshine and all that stuff, and it was just, woo, uh, yeah. we all like a jacked up like a spider monkey S- on Mountain Dew. Speaking of that, so the liquor lobby has always opposed the marijuana industry. Okay, Well, like they don't these, want no competition. They don't want any competition. But I believe it was in some state recently, the liquor lobby threw its weight behind marijuana legalization. So the minute that happens, mm-hmm. hey, whether we want or Flair not, drip, it's coming. Baby. Woo. <laughs> There's no Ric Flair about that. I mean, that's just a bunch of people sitting on the couch. No, 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 no. Ric Flair has his own weed like Mike Tyson called Ric Flair Drip. By, okay, so we should probably talk about this in more detail, asking for a friend. Okay. But the other part is, did you know that Mike Tyson ho- hosts a podcast? It's uh, like smoke boxing or hot boxing or something. I, th- I think it's hot boxing. Yeah, they sit and get high because Ric Flair was talking about him being on it the other day. <laughs> oh, by the way, tell your friend. I fr- saw a wait podcast. Minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, yeah. wait a minute. Tell your friend, I know the one you're asking for. Yeah. That tell your friend that I have a friend that still lives in a great state that has legalized it, and he is a co-owner of a dispensary that has just opened down there. Really? Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure to let my friend know that. Okay. Cause, but we can't be party to that. He'll have to no. mail order it. No, no. Listen, I'm not accepting anything like that of the mail. But uh, so, yeah, the podcast with Mike Tyson is hot boxing, and I saw him on another podcast where mm-hmm. he just ate like a handful of mushrooms. Well, they're now all natural. They are all natural, and, and apparently a lot of those types of psychedelic experiences, based on me listening to the Joe Rogan podcast and you know some other people, mm-hmm. can be really helpful in terms of uh, helping people break out of depression. And the best like LSD. I- Right, and, and, and you can OD on LSD. And, and and the description that I heard that was given actually made a lot of sense to me, because basically it's like when you're when you're depressed, and, and a lot of people does this point have, have does this story have a point? All of my points have a story, and all of my <laughs> stories have a point. So you know, a, a lot of the time it's like your brain just gets stuck in a cycle and it can't break out of it, right? Right. And if it's a positive one, fantastic. If it's a negative one, it's depression. And what those psychedelics do is they basically allow a little bit of water to break through the dam mm-hmm. to continually expand 
and move, let those you know mental parts get a little bit of movement in them and it allows people again my understanding to break at, to to literally have a breakthrough mm-hmm. uh and so you know again does it to intensify me, their personality like snorting cocaine does uh a gutter muppet told me that one time yeah man we both know that same gutter muppet and i hope it does it <laughs> But my again, I come back to the thing that look, we're adults. If you drink at home, there's you, nobody's got any problems. You get in your car, everybody's got a problem with it. And if you're drinking at home, I recommend Cloudberry. I don't know where you oh. get it or where you pick said Cloudberries, but the stuff is amazing. I am gonna get some of the Cloudberries when I go back to the motherland. Did, again, oh, speaking of going to the motherland, yeah. Did you get the ISBN number I sent you? I did. Okay, good. I couldn't tell you the title of the book because I don't speak Weegianus, but yeah, I uh, I got it. In fact, I will. The only look word around. I know how to say is Tudfisk, and that was not the title of the book. You know what? If they have a book, I'm sure they have a book called that. <laughs> and I'm gonna try and find. Well, it see, I've got a, I've got because that that particular book, I have it in other languages like yeah. English, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to teach myself how to speak Tudfisk by reading that book because I already know what it says, so I know what the Tudfisk words for it is. Yes. Yeah. See? And you, we're telling a Christmas story. Yeah. Well, I know the story, and it's and it's not a long one. That way I don't get bored, and it's got pictures. Yes. Yeah, I'll find that for and you. And your problem was you didn't even get the pig this year. I haven't won the, you know, I got that marzipan pig. That thing has literally moved with us like five or six times. Well, you probably should eat it. No. I don't want, at my funeral, I want the pig. I'm actually going to have to, uh, it has to be in in my will along with Mrs. Buttercream. Mm -hmm. Someone needs to inherit that and keep the tradition of the law alive. This is no different than the president pardoning the turkeys. The marzipan pig must go on. Well, you know, speaking of pigs, did you hear about the pig that saved the people from the house fire? No. Well, there's this pig, and the house caught on fire. This this was, I don't remember where it was, but it was out in one of them places where they grow pigs. Yeah. And uh, they, a pig went in a squilling and got them all out and all that stuff, and the pig was a big hero that gave him a, like a parade down the street with ticker tape and the key to the city and all this stuff. Hey, pig really didn't care. All he wanted to do was eat and roll in mud. That's right. Well, a little while later, the guy come back out that was writing the story about the pig that had saved him from the house fire, and the pig had a pig leg. And uh, he's asking the dude that owns him, he says, man, he says, what happened? He said, uh, that pig's got a pig leg. I didn't even know you put pig legs on a pig. And he said, well, he said, you know, when you have a heroic pig like that, you eat it one ham at a time. You know, I've heard that before. It's pretty funny. Uh, It also reminds me a little bit of uh, uh, an engineer friend of ours. He's like, you know, it's... uh, Do we uh, have know anybody smart enough to be an engineer? Oh, absolutely. Several people. And and basically the saying goes, it's like... So we're the dumb ones. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like, you know, after a while, when you're arguing with engineer, 
you realize he likes it. It's you know, it's like a pig rolling in the mud. He likes it. <laughs> you like rolling in the mud too. You know, I'm I'm trying again to grow some grass out by the pool, and uh, mm. I was. It's cheaper to buy it already rolled up. They bring it out, lay it exactly where you want it, and it's already green. For the record, that's what I did last year, and then I ran my mower on it too soon and killed it all. Did you turn it into your insurance? No. I would have told them you had bow weevils, and the bow weevils got it. And then I went to go reseed it, mm-hmm. okay? And I I did everything I was supposed to. I, you know, I raked. I put down mm-hmm. the fertilizer. I raked again. I put down the s- s- straw. Mm-hmm. You know what I forgot? The grass seed. That's correct. Well, it ain't gonna grow. No, it's having a real. It ha- was having a real hard time. I tell you what, we could do though. Is that that patch? It's like that dark mud. Yep. All right. Picture it. You ain't got grass seed, but you got hay, right? No, I got grass seed. I already seeded. All right. Well, if it don't come up, or you kill it again, like you normally kill things that grow. Yes. What we're gonna do is, well, you may have to point Ms. Buttercream another direction until we get done, so she don't veto this. But we will go to the tractor supply, and we will buy a little fence, a little chain link, short chain link fence, mm-hmm. and we'll wrap it around that dirt area, and then we will get our shovels out, and I will prop up against mine and supervise as you dig a hole. And when the hole gets done, we'll dig it, oh, in the corner, so we put water in it, make a little pond, and then we'll get little baby piglets and put in it. And then we can have little piglets, and we'll call one of them Wilbur. I've dreamt for many years of having an indoor pig, a little one. I well, you know what? You know that's funny. I had one. You know what I would but want? But she its wasn't name? a little one. A big one. Big one. I would want its name to be Buttercream Junior. <laughs> You'd give it the diabetes. No, I I wouldn't do that. I would treat it so nice. Mm. So you can't even treat me nice, and you're gonna treat a pig nice. I treat you nice. You do not. You didn't even make me a good cup of coffee when we had was slumming and had to use your studio. No, this is true. I got to get on. And the then you had wood, evil-looking things with disfigured faces staring at me while I was trying to have a conversation. I have a series of uh, authentic Norwegian trolls here in the office. Hey. Uh, to change the subject real quick, have you okay. heard about this new study that when uh, plants are actually communicating via sound, we just can't hear it? Oh, I know that's a fact. Ain't you watched or read The Lord of the Rings? No. Well, he the ants, tree herders, they come to the trees moved and eat the orcs and they talk to each other and we just okay. don't understand it. Uh, well, so in real life, apparently... Oh, I know. Plants emit a sound. Tolkien was a smart fella. And so when they're thirsty, they make more sounds. Or if they're some under a, some other kind of stress, it's, you know, nature's amazing. Well, that's kind of how my little baby puppy dog is. When she's hungry, she makes noise. When she's thirsty, she makes noise. When she sees a Gucci coat she wants, she makes noise. <laughs> and I just get on that. She don't like her bedroom shoes, though. 
Oh, uh, dogs don't like shoes, no. Yeah, she don't like a bed. She got a house coat with little hearts on it and the little that, interlocking Gucci G's. Yeah, but I'm sure she, she likes that. She does like that, but she's got the matching shoes that go with it, and she don't like the shoes. No, uh, dogs are not big uh, big fans of shoes. That is uh, always... Hey, I'm not a big fan of shoes either. I grew up in the South. Yeah, but you really need shoes. Why? I got Those... pretty feet. Nah, man. And you can find my feet you know, pics on OnlyFans for nine ninety nine a pic. I heard a, a quote that has stuck with me. What? Honesty without empathy is cruelty. Okay? I would beg to differ. Sometimes I would think honesty without empathy may be truth. Right. That some people may not just be able to handle the truth. Right, but but even And I noticed truth, your virtual assistant is virtually assisting you. Yep, she is. So there's two ways I could say this. I could say grits. Your toes are disgusting, and you need to put those away, never to be seen again. And that would, if you had feelings, that might hurt them. Or I could say grits. What horrifying, disfiguring accident with farm equipment did you have as a child? <laughs> Do you need medical care for those? <laughs> You better be glad that I named Grits. It could have been what my when I was a young and what my nickname was. Oh, little baby Grits? Little no, baby Grits. That wasn't my nickname. I didn't get to be Grits until I got to be Gritty. Uh, oh, and, and before you were Grits, you were just Corn Cob. And before no, Corn Cob, no, I actually, you were Corn True seed. story, true story. When I was growing up and a little bitty boy, they just called me Tater. Man, we need more nicknames in the South. We got plenty. No, I I went. I had some stuff uh, sandblasted at Tater Sandblasting. <laughs> By the way, Tater looked like he was making a real good living. Smart hey, guy. Yeah, I've been I've been percolating an idea. I'm thinking about investing some money. Hmm. I've been thinking about building me a doggy daycare. I'm listening. I like doggy daycare. It's a wonderful idea. Because then I get to play not only with my baby puppy dog, but with everybody else's baby puppy dogs. And I get to take my baby puppy dog home, and then they come get their baby puppy dogs, and they baby puppy dogs got to play with my baby puppy dogs and the other baby puppy dogs, and they're all happy. And you got a lot of land. I mean, you could have like four or five different areas for these. Uh, I could have doggy daycare, cow daycare, horse daycare. Well, we put you in charge of the jackass daycare because we get the donkeys from the surrounding farms. Hey, but uh, uh, especially since your comment about my pretty feet, my pretty feet. Ironic, you said donkey. Your toes look like those little hooves. Well, you better be careful because donkeys bite, kick, and scratch. I like donkeys, man. I do, too. Hey, have you seen this new Winnie the Pooh movie that's all violent, blood and honey? Oh, no, I haven't. Uh, one of my co-workers, the young one, you know, the, the good-looking one, the one that gets all them apps that tells him he's too pretty to be a boy, he was telling me about it. You don't have any co-workers like that. I do. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to say his name no, on no, here because we don't have it, but the young one, the real pretty one. Where do they work? Well, let's take this conversation offline because I don't okay. even know who this person might yeah, be. Yeah, you do. You know him. He's the one I use as my pretty much assistant there in the office. He 
I've kind of been training him to be in IT. IT. But you guys look like a collection of trolls that have never seen the light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we look like Hold we're on. from Norway. Grits, everybody just realized you work in IT. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, that's, I don't really do a lot of work. No, this is also true. You, but And you got a great boss. I do. And he don't do a lot of work either. <laughs> oh, come on now. He, he does a lot of every job. Well, I know that's part. He does a lot. He does a lot, but it don't. Him and I do a lot, but for some reason, it's not forward progress most of the time. You know, one of my favorite sayings: "It's like an octopus on roller skates. There's a lot going on, but it's not really forward." What progress. are you doing? You know, uh, I apologize, Mrs. Buttercream. Uh, made me a certain promise that she just broke. Actually, what? Uh, her, uh, she was taking our little creatures for a walk, and I, I let your her know baby that, puppy dogs. Yeah, I let her know that I'm going to be in the studio podcast, and she's like, "Oh, perfect! I'll make sure I don't, uh, don't let them out so that they come in your office." And then uh, I just got a couple of visitor friends. I well, guess there's back nothing wrong walk. with that. I like baby puppy dogs. Me Some, too. And one of yours at least likes my baby puppy dog. I'm not so sure about two of them. <laughs> no. And there at the end, I wasn't so sure about that other. <laughs> No, they're all they're all good, man. They was a little grumpy, but you know what? I got one more story I'm gonna tell you today. <laughs> this this buildup gets worse and worse every week, and <laughs> well, I feel I, the pressure. Do you want to hear the story with a point or not? I want to hear the story with a point. Okay, it's gonna be quick. Mercifully so, and that's the snout to the curly tail and everything in between and we gone you've been listening to the buttercream and grit show if you were able to make it to the end of the show you have serious mental issues and you're probably family we hope you've enjoyed the show if you did make sure to like rate and review and we'll be back soon drop us a note at grits at the carolina underground.com and if you're one of the rare listeners with opposable thumbs go to www.thecarolinaunderground.com slash buttercream and grits stay crazy motherfuckers see you next time on the buttercream and grits show Bye-bye. Bye-bye.